going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. by others now and it was really weird finding this recording that you're about to hear from July I believe is when this was recorded and I didn't even remember that this was sitting in my drafts or that it was sitting here waiting but before I launch into that topic of crystalline DNA, DNA activation and the shape-shifty experiences and changes in your body that you may be noticing. Uh, how's everybody doing? Right? This has kind of been an intense time. All those planets went direct on February 4th, and there have been moons and this solar activity, my friends. Woo! That intense solar activity is doing a lot to apply friction so that people wake up to higher consciousness or expand wherever they are at with consciousness. I have noticed all kinds of people's behavior and ability to deal and function being challenged. You can see the chaos energy in the world around us. What I find most interesting, though, through this period of solar activity is that the Schumann resonance has been steady and calm. I really feel like that huge release of pressure from the Tonga eruption was intentional by our Mother Earth, was necessary. If her pressure had not been released geologically in that way, and this solar activity had come up like it is, and it's probably not going to slow down anytime soon. Uh, if that pressure had not been released, the solar flares and the solar winds would be producing earthquakes and eruptions and other difficulties. 
uh, along with <laughs> if the Schumann level was rising and being intensified every time uh, the sun went off, then people, humans, would be even more chaotic than they are at the moment. So I've talked to you more than once about this hum that I started hearing a while back, back in the fall. And at first I went on a deep dive of the hum and investigating that and talking to other people who actually hear that, the whole harp conspiracy and all of those things. But here's the deal though. Uh, whatever I'm hearing, whether it's the hum other people hear or not is to be determined. But I know for me, what that sound is, is the sun. I have been tracking this for a while now, and there is an intense buildup and a louder noise, if you will, from the sun, which I forward over videos that give us the sound of the planets out there in space. So I can at this point, I hear Earth all the time, we know that, right? Uh, but I hear the Sun, I hear Mars, I hear Mercury. I can distinguish between those different planets, maybe because they are closer. But at any rate, because I can hear this, one of my wonderful friends, um, supporters, followers, whatever you want to call it, that all feels and sounds funny to me sometimes because I'm just out here trying to figure out this world and share it with other people. I have gotten a lot of feedback from people saying that all of this is really helping them. The updates, understanding what's going on with the sun better, how it affects our bodies and how you can abate some of that. But the thing that she said that made me go oh duh was maybe the sun's trying to communicate with us and so since then I have been trying to do more of that connecting with the sun as an entity a consciousness and try to understand what is going on so what I've gotten from that uh, which kind of leads into the crystalline DNA activation and the shape-shifty thing, is that along with Earth's process with the elevated Schumann resonance and those types of activations, oh, I sound like I sound like Brenda Vaccaro from the 70s right now. Like my voice is rough. And it probably is because I have been so tired and... When those really big flares go off, it feels like a blast of hot air punches me in the face, uh, making my nose and eyes and throat very dry. But this is the sun's contribution to this expansion process. And it's really not meant to harm and it is just part of a natural cycle. Um, part of it is that friction needed to wake people up because 
the solar forces and the technological disruptions um, help spur growth and get us to pay attention to things in our lives a little more. So for those of us who are already awake to higher consciousness, it can really look and feel like the world's gone crazy because suddenly there are all these new people um, on the crystalline grid traffic. Since I don't exactly have a way to explain that yet. But what I do know is that when I went through my first expansion process over a year ago, the world became so loud that awareness of feelings, the awareness of everything, the awareness of people became very, very loud. And I had to learn to recalibrate that. I had to learn to go to the control panel. And for me, this is in my brain, but for you, maybe it's somewhere else. Go to my control panel and adjust the knobs on some things like human consciousness and emotion. Um, I think sometimes as empaths, intuitive, light workers, people on the expansion, ascension path, at all levels, we tend to think that we are supposed to always be connected in order to continue to receive. I think there's this fear that if we quiet that or adjust how our instrument of receptivity works, that it's going to stop working altogether. What I can tell you is that having control over anything about yourself only increases your ability to be an expert at it, use it, expand it, grow it without it having detrimental effects on your mental, physical, and emotional health. So if you're going through that right now, if everything feels like it just got very loud, that is part of it. And you'll be able to adjust that for yourself. So with the solar activity, these activations are coming in, like I said, to awaken people. And in that process, it is also knocking out some of the technological space junk and general obsession with connectivity and being on some sort of device or uh, wrapped up in all of this modern life that we've created. I think the disruption of that, while it can be irritating, is actually good for us and a prod to do our best to not be buried in these devices and phones. The funny part about all that is, is that obviously I have to use mine quite a bit to do the work I'm doing and to do the work for the Patreon, to put up these updates, but I really don't spend any time once I do that work scrolling on social media, I do interact with 
what I would consider at this point my expansion support group. And I go through and I try to scroll through, especially on Instagram and TikTok a little bit before I get off of there to like other people's stuff and reply to comments and whatnot. But I am not on there because I can only have that camera in my face for so much in a given day. And I need to step away from the chaos and not focus on it. Uh, so the other part of this solar activity is what timeline do you want to be on? What time flow do you want to be in? What lane of ascension do you want to be participating in? If you're not sure what I mean about lanes of ascension, go listen to Serafina Blackman's episode of Fraggle Ing. There's a dash between the fraggle and the ing. She did an episode called What's Up in 2022. And she talks about the five different states or lanes that people are in in human consciousness and how everyone, including the ones who are not awake, have a purpose. So part of that process is that every six months-ish, it does seem to be happening a little more often than it used to. There is a jumping off point for those who are not fully awake or conscious. And we are given opportunities to jump to the next level, to get in that time flow with those who already took the leap. And the interesting thing is you rapidly catch up to everybody who jumped up, jumped in before you. So maybe the late jumpers are the smart ones. <laughs> Because a bunch of people did it first, and now you have a little easier way, a little easier path, a little easier decision moving forward as you jump. You can stay on the shore. That is a perfectly fine choice. They're all just choices. There is no judgment. But if you do want to continue on this expansion journey, there is a choice that has to be made. If you try to stay with a foot in both worlds, let's say, both lanes, I imagine if it's a highway and it's like this game of Frogger, if you don't step fully into the other lane, you know, you're going to get run over from the other lane that you're trying to stay in. <laughs> um, I hope you get that analogy. But but the point is that we are, there's like tiny little markers that happen in the Schumann residence now that it's more quiet. And these indicate these jumping off points. They indicate these major timeline shifts. Part of the reason I don't uh, get in the middle in my thoughts or in my focus of attention, I don't get in the middle of all of our petty squabbles, who Kanye's mad at, um, what protests are happening and why, uh, any of that, is that I don't want to live in that timeline. I don't want to carry any of that shit forward with me. So I don't focus on it. Our powers of co-creation with this activation are much greater 
you may not realize how much you truly are at this point creating the world around us and creating your reality. And this may sound like fairy tale stuff. And let me talk about the difference between fairy tales and the reality of how this works. The fairy tale is that at some point in the future, one to five years from now, I hear different other, well, I'm not going to name them in any particular way because I don't even know what to call them. I would say it's more like gurus, but at any rate, those who perpetuate this fantasy <clears throat> that we are going to magically create this holographic 5D grid over the 3D and then we're just going to blip into some existence where they're not there anymore. We really need to grow up and let go of that fairy tale just as we've had to grow up, especially as cishet women, and let go of the fairy tale of Prince Charming, right? Here's my case for why that's all bullshit and why that's a fairy tale. Does it make any sense to you that we would expand our consciousness to be living in unconditional love and gratitude and to live in unity consciousness, which is not, I think that's where this really gets off the rails is that people think unity consciousness means that everybody agrees with each other and there is no duality. We are learning right now how to balance polarity into duality, meaning that we allow room for everybody to exist. Does it make sense that we would do all that just so we can go, well, fuck those 3D people. Screw them for not awakening. Screw them for having the courage to continue to get up every day and do the jobs we can't or don't want to do uh, to keep the basic needs of society operating. Uh, screw those people who maybe are so burdened um, by life survival that they don't have the space to expand our higher consciousness. That's why I don't like calling it higher. I call it expanded consciousness because all it means is that we've expanded our consciousness. It doesn't mean we're higher. It doesn't mean anybody's lower. Serafina calls these people rocks. There are some people who are perfectly happy just being in the 3D world, doing their thing. They don't need to go save anybody, teach anybody, uh, follow their passions. They're already doing what makes them happy. The simple things in life make them happy. And goddess, universe, source, Arcturians, whoever the hell, bless them. Because if they were not doing that, we would really be screwed. The world would be in utter chaos. You may think now is chaos, but just imagine, right? And I know some of you love this arsenal energy and maybe ask yourselves why. What addiction is being fed by fear? What addiction is being fed by hyper-focus on everything wrong in the world? And that addiction is to fear and adrenaline. Exactly. We have been programmed to want this false excitement 
it's funny they always say that fear stands for false evidence appearing real how about false excitement appearing real that's what i see it as more so so this false evidence and false excitement appearing real this adrenaline rush when we talk about creating a new society a lot of people think that the only way to do that is to rip everything else down but if you think about how we build how we renovate they don't just mow down the whole city and start over there are little areas where there are projects and they are being rebuilt renovated remodeled and they're done in a way that is not destructive but constructive if we keep wallowing in destructive personal habits and visions of the future then we're going to keep getting that that's what we're going to keep getting so it's really important right now to be focusing on what you want the world to be like, where you want to go, who you want to be, how you want to be, and just focus on you. See, that's the thing. All of this stuff about the fantasy and the fairy tale, the magical 5D world that I'm going to blip to and have tight abs and millions of dollars. And <sighs> what are those success markers? Those are exactly what we're claiming to want to alleviate, to want to change about the world. Change your markers for success. Change your markers for happiness and joy and what that means. By putting these ridiculous fairy tale premises on things, we miss the actual beauty and progress and joy and potential for human happiness around us by learning to all accept each other. Let's see, where am I at with this conversation now? I think I covered everything with the sun. So we are at a choosing point. We are at a jumping off point. If you want to jump, great. Jump in the time flow. That 5D time flow with everybody else that's carrying us forward. Or stay on the shore. Be ascension curious or expansion curious. Be a rock. Be You can be a refuser uh, and um, what was the other word? There's two R's. A refuser and denier. Just, you know, that's in the lane of everybody who's all pissed off and running around like chickens with their heads cut off right now um refusers and complainers that's what it was everyone has their role and so do they but you don't get to move over in the game of frogger to the other lanes of ascension if you are staying mired in the complaining or the refusing the refusal to take accountability for yourself and your actions or the refusal to 
be able to hold space for others and just let people be. Um, stop trying to proselytize, and which I always find that rich when in some ways it could be seen that's what I'm here doing. But really, I'm just sharing my journey and my story and what this process has been for me and hoping that that helps others. I am not telling you who and how you have to be. But what I am telling you is that all of this solar activity has a purpose. And the more you can be in the world, but not of it, not meaning that you're better, just meaning that you are commanding your own space. For those of you who have done a consciousness anchoring with me, this is about being fully embodied in your body. That is how we make change in the world. That is how we create. That is how we expand. You must be fully embodied with all of your energy flow working for you in order to move into that next lane. And you can't do that if you are staying mired in external validation, external uh, proselytizing, external placement of importance on what's happening around you in the world. So without further ado, here is that recording from July talking about some of my shape-shifty experiences with crystalline DNA activation. And in the uh, outro or next segment after that, I will talk more about that. I purposely went through all of this for you to try to help quell people's fears. I know everybody is going through a lot. And I've heard from so many people over the last few weeks who have been really struggling with this particular process. And what I want to remind you is that corny old thing about the butterfly and the cocoon and the friction. And I know we get tired of hearing it, but if you look back through your life, when have your greatest leaps forward come? They probably haven't come through blissful, peaceful, um, daily meditation and everything being smooth and perfect all the time. Most likely, it has come through much friction and much struggle. It doesn't always have to be that way, but wherever you're at is where you're at and it takes time for those things to change. New year, new ad. Welcome to 2022. I want to tell you a little bit about my services. I do a variety of oracle readings, animal communication, expansion coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal because here's the deal with that. There's a $5, $10, and $20 tier. All tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content, including all previously recorded content from the last three months. And you would think with only three months, I wouldn't have that much. But boy, there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it, to be honest. 
So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from. As well, on the $20 tier, my VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast, or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview. If you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services, let's start the new economy with bartering, shall we? So go book a trade, go book a podcast interview, go book a service and go join the Patreon at Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh, in the app due to the fact that I have it marked 18 plus. So if you would like to join the Patreon, go do that there. And boy, we just can't wait to have you there. The Patreon has grown so fast in the last few months and I know we're just going to keep growing. So come join the Xanadu party and learn more about yourself, space weather, grid work, consciousness expansion, time manipulation and perception and much, much more. Well, I don't know how this is going to record. Here I am in the bathtub again, (laughs) where I have all my best uh, galactic team meetings with my (laughs) celestial parents. Uh, it's most easy for me to connect with Gaia and Sky when um, I either go outside and do my love expansion dance, which is, you know, it's light codes, it's light activation. All those movements and hand movements mean something. Or when I'm in water, I get in the bathtub and it's like I just, you know, it's as if I started a Zoom call or they're just there. And I mean, they're always there, but which is why I feel this connection to the all and I'm just calm and peaceful no matter what is happening. I still have human emotions, but I'm just, I'm so much better able to navigate things, everything, things that, to be honest, if they'd happened a month ago, I probably would have done a shitty job at it and created more problems for myself. So... I just need to try to say a few things before I forget it because so much has been happening every day I'm I feel like it's impossible for me to keep track and there's new things every day and I want people to have hope I want people to keep working through the difficult times and the hard stuff to get this connection and to get these experiences of 
transformation and joy and healing and just magic absolute magic outlet of air that makes my lips flap. Oh my gosh, I want to make a queef joke so badly right now. And I guess I just did. Um, man, oh man. So, it's been an interesting day and an interesting week. There were a few, well, several situations, honestly, between the dragon surgery the near uh, redo of the pre-pandemic house flood and then having to kind of navigate doing battle with who's taking responsibility and who are you going to make me pay for this um, <clears throat> and then we had a minor car accident Monday uh, and so all of these things surely could have tipped the apple cart. In the meantime, I've been getting up every morning and doing a certain amount of physical work because there's things that just need to get done. And every day I'm finding that I'm a little stronger and I'm, I'm being careful about learning how to use this new crystalline body as it's healing so that I don't injure myself or uh, cause myself any setbacks which is why I am really dedicated to taking the rest I need and channeling when they want me to and sleeping when I'm told is the time I need to sleep because I do not want to uh, you know neglect that because that is what is allowing me to have all of this progress all of this healing at 4.44 on the recording. Um, so, <laughs> today, it, there were thunderstorms, and today is the day that I tape with Meow Podcast, and my wonderful, beautiful uh, soul sister, Serafina, um, who's my cosmic auntie, <laughs> more on that another time, but... <clears throat> Um, her Virgo self has patiently, uh, and honestly, probably wasn't bothering her at all, but I think she will definitely prefer <laughs> a little more professional office setting <laughs> in my studio where I'm in an actual chair or, uh, some sort of environment like that versus literally on my bed, which is what I have been doing. Part of that was because before the dragon had surgery, the frickin' dog had surgery. Oh my God, this has been the longest 2021. Like it's tying for uh, being chock full of stuff like 2020, but um, it's all turning out fine. So I genuinely can't complain about any of it you know what I mean like I don't I feel very grateful everything just keeps getting handled I manage to maintain a flow of abundance so that nothing comes at me and is like 
Okay, now you're royally fucked up the keister. Uh, boy, this, like, spiritual bliss moment turned into a weird comedy rant. <laughs> I'm blaming being high on the universe. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> so, all that's been happening, right? And so today I decided to tackle and I'll put up a TikTok that shows a before and after so you truly grasp what an accomplishment this was but I cleared it out uh, dusted it off got it organized sorted things threw out a bunch of crap that we just didn't need anymore that got tossed in there after the flood um, part of the reason it, it hadn't been done yet was um, there are these containers of books that are really, really heavy to the point where I couldn't even slide them across the floor a month or so ago. So anyway, I just decided that with this new, uh, body and some of the energy dynamics that I'm learning from others like Serafina and also Gursev, um, can't wait to have him on again. Uh, I'm using the Reiki energy while I'm working sending it to my muscles to help me do things that are structurally still hard for me. So, man, did I kick ass. And it's all done. And I moved my conga drums into my bedroom so that I can play with that. And I'm feeling so grateful about all that. And then... I washed all my bedding, changed my sheets down to the mattress pad, and all of that is really hard for me as well. King bed, like normally doing the bed, like that would be the physical activity for the day. And then I was done and had to rest my body until the next day when maybe I could, you know, do some laundry. <laughs> but, um, so I did all that, got the bed made so that when I get out of this tub, I have the glorious joyful, sensual pleasure of clean sheets and a yummy smelling uh, bed for my clean body. And um, then I, while I was doing all that, I, I hopped on the scale. I don't weigh myself very often because I follow intuitive eating. Um, I am anti-diet culture. I believe in weight neutrality, body positivity, all of that good stuff. And the reason for that is, is that we have such disordered eating in our society. It's truly an epidemic. And our obsession with a number on a scale or just any of it is out of control. So um, I only weigh myself once in a while just to keep track because my lymph system can have trouble sometimes and um, if I you know gain or lose a bunch of weight really fast like you know 10-15 pounds it can mean that I'm starting to have some kind of problem um, however that can also happen from like too much uh, bed rest because your body has to be in motion for your lymph system to move fluids did you know that because anybody who's had to be on bed rest for a long time recovering from something, you always gain weight, even if you're barely eating. And I know there have been so many times I was recovering and on bed rest and I starved myself. 
I don't, because I knew I wasn't moving around and I was so worried about getting bigger. And I did anyway because I only found out a few years ago that bed breast in itself, no matter how much you eat or don't eat, will make your body retain fluid. So uh, I learned that even with bed rest, even if I had to just like shuffle around my house a few times every couple hours to help the fluids move through my body that I needed to do that. But at any rate, um, I've been, you know, just feeling a little bloated. Kind of, so I did my check and I get on there and the number it gave me, which I'm not going to share with you, but the number it gave me is like, like really close to where I used to be. You know what I mean? Like where I'm at normally right now, where I fluctuate, I'm content there. I'm happy with myself. I'm fine with that. And when I, you know, had gained all that weight before, it was partly because of the tumor in my body. So anyway, I get on the scale and it gives me a fuck you number. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, okay, well, get off, you know, reset it, <laughs> make sure it's set right. Get on it like two or three more times, same number. So I just kind of said, all right, well, I'm not sure what's going on with this. And I was also talking, you know, like to source. I was talking to source and to my highest self. And I said, whatever this is, I would like some help with this. And whatever this is, I am releasing this density from my body. I'm just releasing this density from my body. And because I had looked in the mirror earlier that day and actually noticed that my face looked less full, like, uh, you know, maybe I wasn't bloated anymore, right? So, and then I just went about my business and continued what I was doing. And then about 15 minutes later, I thought, you know, I'm just going to hop in there one more time just for funsies. And, um, I had, uh, lost like, uh, 15, 20 pounds <laughs> in 15 minutes. Then when I got in this tub, and so that was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. I mean, if that's how this stuff works, if all you have to do is ask for help and tell them what you want your body to do and it does it, fucking awesome, right? And I've had little instances of this, but I have, <laughs> I have not had such a literal experience and before you ask did you check the scale all of that yes because I have my son when it was like weighing me heavier right I have my son <laughs> go up and get on it a few times because I'm like okay what's this bullshit here um not because I cared about the number truly because I know it'll just go down again but uh even if it were legitimately there right now but um I wanted to make sure because if that were the case then I would have to fork over the money to go see the rheumatologist specialist to make sure that I'm not dying or anything um so he checked the scale before I got on it later and uh was less than I was 
goodness. All right, so that was really cool, but, but the even cooler part, all right? I, I told you guys how I can play the conga drums again. I'm sure I've mentioned this, and that happened because I asked for it. I'm fully believing that because about a month or so ago, I said, man, I wish I could play the conga drums again because I love that so much. And the reason I had stopped playing it was that it beats on your, your hands, your fingers, you know, and it would um, make my hands hurt so badly, even with gloves on, that I would have to, um, <clears throat> you know, I couldn't use my hands for a while. And so I had to give up on that um, enjoyment. And uh, in a couple of weeks, I could do it again. It just came back and I discovered this, well, accidentally, but not by accident. When I was in the car listening to Radar Love by Golden Earring, which I used to play the conga drums on in my band and started banging on the steering wheel without thinking about it and went, oh my gosh, this doesn't hurt. Um, so I get in the tub today and I'm connecting with Mother Earth and Father Sky and Source and the All and the Oneness and the Universe and just feeling tremendous gratitude for everything that I got done today, for all the experiences I'm having, for all the changes in my body, for everything that Source is helping me to remember and figure out and know how to use for myself and hopefully because it'll help some others. I realize we're not all made with a cookie cutter, but I do think there's certain just basic mechanics that probably anyone who is going through this process could use that should work with practice. Um, so I was in the tub and all of a sudden I, you know, and I made the connection and then I just started crying, just gratitude, tears, and so much joy and thinking about how much I got done today and how, yes, I am sore, I am tired, but I'm in the tub and I know I will get out and rest and I'll feel better later because I am recovering more quickly than I used to. Um, and all of a sudden I realized, <laughs> I remembered that last week when we were getting ready to uh, record Meow, I don't remember if it was our Zoom session that we do on Wednesdays or if it was the live on IG, but one of them, I remember thinking to myself, I have got to get that room done. And I just, you know, asked Source, I, I declared, I want to be able to go clean a room in one day the way I used to be able to. I want to be able to do that because even a month ago, that would have taken me days, days to do. And so when I realized that I had asked for this and that it had come to me and occurred so quickly, I just joyfully sobbed like a baby 
and then thought, I better record this because this is all a lot and I'm going to forget it and I want it to help other people. So I really hope this isn't going to become <laughs> the Grooving Goddess shitty audio podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that last one. I never even bothered to apologize how um, the audio was rough. And I also said June 24th instead of July 24th. But I think you're smart enough to figure that out on your own. Uh, but sometimes you just gotta record in the bathtub. Oh, man. Go make your magic. It's so easy. Grow your love. Connect with the earth and then ask for what you want. And then be grateful for it as if you've already gotten it. Much love, Groovers. Talk to you soon, Xanadu Collective. excited to tell you all about the Awakening Maytaka Symposium. That is a free event in April on April 9th. It will be a Zoom conference during the day, which is completely free to attend. As I share the flyers and information, please do me a favor and share it with others if you feel moved to do so because that is what we're trying to do is attract as many Mintakans who were born and came in with that unconditional love frequency to commune with each other, learn more, talk about the experience, or those who are Mintaka curious uh, can come along for the ride as well. We're going to have speakers, a panel discussion, and I will be doing a consciousness anchoring for everyone who is in attendance at that time. So mark your calendars for april 9th watch for the episode of paranormal karen which will be dropping on march 25th where i talk about mintaka and this event more and i hope to see you all there in our welcoming space of love and gratitude and connecting with other people who have this starseed origin or who feel connected to mintaka cetaceans whales dolphins to music to water all of those are probably indications that you might have this starseed heritage yourself or at the very least want to know more about it so we look forward to swimming in the waters of mintaka with you on april 9th kind of funny I'm recording this on Super Bowl Sunday I almost forgot because I don't really Super Bowl much or football much this is no judgment on anybody else who does or loves that stuff but it is just not you know it's kind of like once you see something you can't unsee it and now when I see all of these men running into each other bashing their heads against each other especially like the peewee football and stuff all I see is a bunch of people giving each other head injuries and lifelong joint problems. So.
so I just don't enjoy that anymore. The commercials are fun, except for the part where it's just all meant to sell you things you probably don't need by making you feel bad about yourself somehow. So, uh, what's the point? But at any rate, that's what's going on out there. So, this crystalline DNA, DNA activation, these bodies, uh, the more you go through this process, which it doesn't really start happening until you have managed to connect with unconditional love, connect with source, and be in your body enough for it to be happening. If we are continually trying to escape our body, the crystalline DNA activation process takes longer and is much more uncomfortable. But if you've made it to the point where you're starting to notice weird changes, uh, looking in the mirror and seeing yourself um, look different ages, even at different points throughout the day, if you have weird little things on your skin that um, you feel like you want to pick at, <laughs> don't because that seems to be part of it. Those things just heal. I've had, since I made that recording in July, um, me and a few others who are aware of this and are going through it have had moles, you know, things that have been on their body for years kind of look like they were getting irritated or infected and then scab up and fall off. I have moles that used to be on my body that have just fallen off of me. I can look at pictures of myself from five years ago, 10 years ago even, and my face looks different. One of the experiences that I had as what I'm calling a collective birther. <laughs> it seems like some of us, um, as our Kundalini is rising and this crystalline DNA activation is happening, we are helping birth those new timelines. And I've had these experiences where my body goes from normal to pregnant and in a state of somewhat like labor pains <laughs> with weight gain. And then uh, going through that labor process, which I have determined is much less uncomfortable if you've just been in the bathtub. Seems like bathtubs are the solution to everything these days. <clears throat> but this last time it happened to me, I got in the bathtub, I breathed through it. And uh, once, once my body relaxed and that was done... Um, with no other process of elimination out of my body, um, my body went back to normal. The pregnant belly just disappeared without, you know, any additional bathroom time. Um, and I would feel better. 
and then be on a new track. And it seems like when those things happen, there's always a really rapid awareness of not being on the same timeline I was on. And this isn't a bad thing. I mean, we always end up in a better stream, honestly. Uh, whatever stream it is we need to be in. But if we want to start being conscious creators and have control over that, then we have to be aware of our thoughts, aware of our body changing, and aware that we can give it instructions. I think part of what happens with this crystalline DNA activation is not that we're just magically you know, all 30 and uh, you can bounce a dime off any part of our body. I think it's more about um, us knowing and having at this point an owner's manual as these changes are made, as these changes progress. I have woken up younger after eclipses people notice things like sparkly skin so there's definitely something happening to us and one of the things that i have noticed is that if i am committed to putting all of that into play if i remind myself on a consistent basis that i can command this vessel, this spaceship, <laughs> this tiny spaceship that I'm in, then things continue to heal and improve. So, and I mean physically, you know, that my body is physically healing and changing. And I think part of where people get frustrated is that it's much like that analogy of building, you know, rebuilding, remodeling, renewing areas. You don't just nuke the whole town and start over. Um, it's a process. It's a layered process. And so the older you are, the more physical damage you've already had, the longer it will take. It's just going to take a little bit longer because there's more to fix. Our bodies are becoming self-healing organisms, but this does not happen overnight. So your conscious participation in it will make it happen faster. And you can consciously participate in that by being aware of it, trying to be in the world, not of it. Banking that solar energy or Schumann energy in your solar plexus. Allowing your imagination. No Lampert on his podcast, which I can't remember right now what it's called, crazy enough. Uh, but anyway, he talks about the imaginal technique of co-creation. He calls it manifestation probably, but co-creation spend more time in your imagination and seeing yourself, your physical body, and the world as you desire, as your heart desires. And the more you do that, the more I do that, the more things become that, 
the more I become that. One of the things I started playing with right away was the idea of uh, food and nourishment. Um, we're still stuck on these ideas of good and bad food. Um, we are steeped in a lot of diet culture, especially in the Wu community, I think, because a lot of people tend to be more organic and whole foods and vegan or vegetarian or whatever they have decided or someone has told them is the highest form of existence and taking care of the human body. Um, but throw all of that aside and ask your body what it wants, what it needs. And if there is something you want and you need that is going to bring you joy to eat, you know, like we do all these weird things to ourselves and demonize foods when it's just all the same matter. It's all the same stuff from the earth. It's just how it's processed and put together. So less processed is better. Sure. But if you're going to eat a donut, don't eat that donut in a state of guilt and misery and shame or, you know, thinking the whole time how bad the donut is. <laughs> Tell the donut and your body that you are giving yourself this donut because it is what you need. Oh, goodness. What did you do to yourself, dog? <laughs> where my dog gets hairballs like a cat. I know if you would stop licking the floor, that wouldn't happen. So tell that donut that it's exactly what your body needs. Be grateful to the earth for giving you that donut and eat the damn donut with joy and pleasure. And then move on about your day. But if everything you're putting in you, you are putting judgments on or demonizing it or telling yourself it's going to be bad for you, it will be bad for you. Whew. With that, I think I'll let you go. That was enough for this episode. I have like 500 more episodes to record and put out. and kittens let me tell you about meow podcast on youtube this is our collaboration between myself andrea land grieving goddess and seraphina of fraggle ing with seraphina it's hard to believe that we have been doing meow podcast m-e-o-w-w -W, on youtube for almost a year now watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year we host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, socio-political, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on the Owl Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina, as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram 
Meow Podcast and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show or you have any questions or comments or just want to say howdy. So come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency. Hello, Craig Groovers. That's enough yapping from me. Listen, I put this song in the end that some of you may love and some of you might find cringy because of its commercial use or for whatever reason, but I want you to really pay attention to the lyrics and imagine your highest self, your oversoul, your astral self, whatever you identify the part of you that is looking down at this human experience you're having and rooting for you and trying to help you grow. Think about the lyrics from that perspective, not the movie it came from, not the sad animal shelter <laughs> commercials, but from an expansion and personal growth standpoint and from a point of being in a place of hurting. And maybe it gives you some comfort. Much love. Spend all your time waiting For that second chance For a break that would make it okay There's always some reason To feel not good enough And it's hard at the end of the day I need some distraction Oh, beautiful release Memory seeps from my veins Let me be empty Oh, and weightless And maybe I'll find some peace tonight In the arms of an angel Building lies that you make up for all 
escaping one last time It's easier to believe In this sweet madness All this glorious sadness That brings me to my knees In the arms of the angel Fly away Oh